the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Good day. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. So dedicated to getting you to retirement. It's a decent lifestyle. I know. Maybe it's a little bit about creating wealth in the short term where some people may not like that term, but you need some wealth to live off in retirement. In my opinion, a uh, beautiful thing about the stock market is it's one of those tools that can help you get to retirement. Obviously, a college education helps enormously get you a job that pays more. So earning more. Then you can have a 401k, which allows you to save more. So a high school degree versus a college degree. The college degree is going to get you a step up in lifetime income, in theory. Um, same thing with investing. A 401k is going to outperform regular investments, in theory, because you're not paying federal tax on the contributions you're giving. It's growing tax-free. And later in life, it's going to come out, hopefully, at a lower tax rate, it's not that simple, but it's pretty close. But in that 401k, that 403b, that 457, you can buy companies or you can buy indexes of companies or you can buy portfolio managers who will help buy you companies. There's multiple ways to skin this cat. Um, <clears throat> but is it a good time to be buying stocks? And that's one of the reasons why every 90 days corporations come out and tell you what they did in the last 90 days. And they tell you the business outlook. Some earnings are more important than others. Coca-Cola is a big one for me. I don't own any shares of Coca-Cola directly. But I still like to see how the company trades because I'm not going to say they make the modern day cigarette, but a lot of moms don't like Coca-Cola. They don't want to see a Coke can in their kid's hand. It's maybe not quite as bad as a cigarette, but maybe – Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy said the company believes the second quarter will likely be the most challenging one of the year. Good. I like hearing things like that. Global unit case volumes fell 16% in the quarter, but the company reported signs of sequential improvement as lockdowns start to ease. This is what we in theory want to hear. Second quarter, stay in the house. Third quarter, end of second quarter, start coming out of the house. Third quarter, come out of the house. Go shopping, young man. So I wasn't that depressed by their, their um, quarter. Global units, uh, case volumes down 16%. That's a lot. They still had sales of about $7.2 billion. Isn't that something crazy? $7.2 billion and we were kind of locked up and, well, we had to have our Coke. We had to have our Diet Coke. We had to have our... Um, juices. We had to have our dairy. We had to have our plant-based vegetables. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on in this company. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. And also like a very small thing that they talked a little bit about was the boycott of Facebook. And that's uh, that's actually been pretty pretty well done for by advertisers. So one of the reasons we do this show is to talk about retirement issues, right? You should have a rough idea what you have to save for retirement. It doesn't have to be perfect. But in 2019, the average 401k balance was 92,148. I can't tell you what my 401k balance is right now. It delinked because a password got changed. I know what it is roughly. And every six months I update my portfolio. So I can get to it if I want to get to it. And I feel comfortable with where I was set at. But like I said, you don't have to know that number every single day. The average 401k amount to $92,148. But if you look at it by age, the average for people under 65 or 65 and up, excuse me, it's about 192,000. At 55 to 64 years old, the 401k is at 171,000 on average. That's not a lot of money. If you're going to make that last until the day you die, that's not a lot of money. Um, if you're going to round it up and say 200,000 over 10 years, what, it's 20,000, and then it's all gone, roughly. There's reinvestments. There's other strategies you could employ. But now let me speak to some of the people who are driving and listening to the show right now. 35, 44, 61,000. Uh, you're, you're still behind. Sounds like a caller got patched through. Is this Michael? Hey, Rob. How you doing? Good. What's up? Yeah, I want to talk to you about silver, gold, and also BP, which is an oil company that's just, uh, I think it's now time to switch away from the uh, the techs. And I called you last about Twilio, and Twilio's been going through the roof. Okay. Pick one topic, please. All right. uh, Gold and silver, man. I'm just watching it now. Um, thanks for the call. If you want to buy gold, I have no problem with you buying gold. It should be a small part of your portfolio. Ticker symbol is GLD is how I would do it. There is no way in my right mind or no way in my wrong mind that I would say go buy gold coins. The markup is too expensive. Um, silver, I have no interest in. It's It's got some industrial uses. It's not the hedge that gold is, so it's kind of poor on that level as far as a grading goes, and copper is better on an industrial level. So if I were to say, hey, take a look at what the Republicans and Democrats have proposed as far as spending in infrastructure. Let's say it's going to be a one more trillion dollar package tied towards roads and bridges. I'd go after copper. If you think the economy is going to go to crap, which there's some reasons to think that. Um, how many? I, I think it depends on you and your your political belief systems as well as your economic belief systems and maybe even some of the other belief systems we don't know yet about. But um, I have no problem with gold if you want to do a little GLD and a little silver because gold could be a hedge against if things go bad to worse. If there's a nuclear strike, gold is awesome. Um, if you want to say gold may have a play because of the massive amount of inflation that we've put into the economy in the last two months from a government level, i.e. printing trillions and trillions of dollars so that we can spend our way out of the slowdown, 
The down part about that is we have to pay that trillions and trillions back. So you would say that might create some inflation. The downside of that is uh, gold has never really been a great investment in your life. Uh, there's been periods of time where gold has been lovely. And this is just my opinion. Again, if you like that hedge on fear, that's awesome. Good for you. Um, if that helps you sleep better at night, I, 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 would, I would go Ambien for myself. You know, I haven't taken an Ambien in like 12 years or 15 years. There's that little period of time where, hey, how cool. You can take a pill to fall asleep. And then people started like waking up in different countries and stuff. I'm like, I better not take that one because I'm going to end up like uh, – Chained to the roof of a car in Brazil. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, yes, that's my opinion on gold and silver. And I get it. It's a play on fear. Um, silver less so than gold. Uh, so if, if you think things are going to go bad, if you think the elections are going to go haywire, if you think something bad's going to happen to the economy, it's that's the way you think. TikTok plans to add 10,000 jobs in the U.S. over the next three years, trying to desperately cling to uh, – we're not going out of business. The government's not going to shut us down. We can have jobs in America. Fun, huh? Uh, politics and investing. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Just got an email from someone yesterday that kind of reminds me why I do this. And it's, it's sweet. Um, it's a guy named Sal, which is one of those classic names that probably not a lot of kids named Sal anymore. Uh, so I'm guessing he's more my age than more 30 something. Hey guys, Rob, how you been doing? Been quite a while since, uh, we've been in touch. Hope you're well. As you remember, I'm one of those guys that has been listening for 20 years. I love the show. Look forward to your insights and perspective on a regular basis. I'll miss you so much when you stop. Please don't. Ha ha. It'll be a bummer, but I totally understand if you need a change. That's pretty sweet. Something that I really like in there is that he's been listening for 20 years and he wants the best for me. I think that's very, very sweet. (laughs) In the last 20 years, there's been some market downturns that you could think he may want to swear at me, right? But I think he's played the game right. He's kind of found an idea that works for him. Maybe it's maxing out his 401k. Maybe it's $166 $166 a month into uh, Acorns type of account. He's figured out some way to make this work and still look at me as a positive. I'm not evil. Even though I say things like, I want to help you create wealth, what I'm really saying is I want, I, I don't think, or what the government gives us in retirement is not a lot of money. And in the first segment, what I was doing before I got interrupted by a call, and that's why I sometimes don't like calls. I was trying to show you what the average 401k is. For someone under 25, it's $4,200. But they have 35 years. For someone 25 to 34, it's 21000 almost 22000 But they still have another 35 years. For someone who's 35 to 44, it's 61000 Oh, now they're about halfway done with their work career. So if you're 35 to 44 and you're at 61000 you might want to step it up. 45 to 54, the average 401k is 115,000. Again, not enough. Let's say that doubles by the time you're 60. You're at 230,000 roughly. 
And when you take a look at that, um, that's not a lot of money to live off. Now, your Social Security will be nice. But I like to look at Social Security right now as it kind of covers some of your health care costs um, in retirement where right now your corporation that you're working for might do that. Or you might be thinking, oh, I got insurance. That's good. And you may not be seeing those costs add up. Healthcare costs a lot of money in retirement. One thing that you can do, and I look at someone like a CFP, Chad Burton, I know he will do this. And in fact, I'm starting to think about this. I know a lot of CFPs in really good shape. Maybe they value or maybe they understand like healthcare is expensive in retirement. One of the two of the dumber things I could say about money, and I love this. I own a home in the peninsula, and when I moved in, one of my dreams was to, to buy some fruit trees. As I know you're saying dreams, fruit trees. As a kid on the East Coast, uh, as a kid traveling the world, I was always fascinated that you can go out and pick a lemon in sunny locations, or a lime, or an apple, or an orange. What a great investment, a fruit tree. Um, if you have enough sunshine, I don't know why every person doesn't do it. Have some sort of garden. Supposedly one of the hot shows on YouTube right now, is a gardening, home gardening kind of, not competition, but exhibition. There's no wagering, so it can't be a competition, right? But it's these these two fellas who show you how you can install an urban garden in your home. And uh, they come up with some pretty creative ideas. It's, it's a thing. And again, I like that because it's a money thing to me. I like that idea. So, But your 401k is going to be big to you. It's going to help supplement your income in retirement. Social Security is going to cover your, your health care, maybe, kind of, depending on your health, depending on how much uh, Social Security you get, depending on when you retire. Um, there's, there's a lot of issues there, right? But Americans aren't saving enough. Now, again, if you have a higher income, you tend to save more. As far as genders go, so let me give you an example. If you're making... Uh, $100,000, your average 401k might be 137000 whereas if you're making um, 50000 it's around 54000 So, again, these stats aren't pure, right? You know that. Average 401k balance by gender, um, men or women? Who do you think have saved more money in their 401k on average, men or women? Women come in at $72,475. Men come in at $106,000. So men have saved an extra 34000 than women on average. Now, here's the kicker. I plan to be dead somewhere in my 60s. My dad died in his late 50s. My mom's been in poor health. I work very, very early in the morning. Uh, so I'm not sleeping as much as maybe my counterpart. I, so I'm expecting to be dead sooner than her. She needs more in the 401k than me. Or I need to plan some life insurance in case I kick and she needs to pay some bills. Or, um, I don't know, you get the idea. Men and women are different. And then you can get into like sectors like if you work as a teacher, your average balance might be $67,000. Whereas if you work in media, it's $78,000. If it's finance, it's $109,000. So the financial career, oddly enough, and business professional have the highest savings in 401ks. It makes a little bit of sense because if you're working in retail, you're probably not as connected 
to that concept of retirement as you are if you work in finance. So how many things affect how you ultimately save money and how much you get in retirement? COVID-19 and universities. I was talking with a CFP yesterday and it was pretty interesting. We're talking about college costs. And I was like, I don't know. It's, um, I'm hearing from a lot of college parents, parents who have kids in college, um, that they're not happy with what's happening. Um, the incompetent response to the pandemic continues. The higher education, many colleges have said no sports in the fall, no students in, on campus in the fall, um, which is probably the right thing to do when undecided on the safety of your students, protect them. So if you ever watch like a yachting show and captain always gets mad if at some point in time someone makes a decision that puts like their uh his his people at risk he's, he freaks out and i get it i, I kind of think we should be captains and protecting people especially seniors uh my friend who bragged about going to arizona not smart um it's so funny when you look back at some people's facebook pages in the last couple of years uh one of my friends in april uh showed himself at a bar on the East Coast having a great time. And I'm like, uh-oh, this doesn't end well, does it? Anyway, so university costs are going to change. Let's talk to my CFP. And um, he's like, why did you put $60,000, $30,000 in each kid's uh, 529 plan? I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. And then I was like, wait, wait. I wonder if they're going to be – I wonder if college is going to be that expensive. I wonder if they're going to go to college. I wonder if it's going to be online college. I wonder what's going to change. So colleges are fighting for their survival right now. That's interesting to note that New York University professor that I like, uh, Scott Galloway, last name G-A-L-L-O, Gallo, like the wine Galloway, um, just put up a really nice YouTube video that you can find on college costs. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Microsoft is going to be a big reporter. Is that the right word? A reporter of earnings on Wednesday. The reason I'm saying that's going to be a big one is because we have actually big expectations from them. There's not not every company has to like wow us. Coca-Cola doesn't have to blow us out of the water because we knew people were probably drinking less soda. But what we're hearing about technology is that it's becoming more and more pervasive and more and more people are signing up for services. So that should bode well this earnings season for Apple, Google and Sony. Um, to, just to start the conversation. Um, Microsoft is going to be a big one on Wednesday because we're going to see how they're doing. Um, baseball is about to start back up. And I bring this up because I'm going to try to tie it ever so briefly to tech. There's going to be no fans in the stadiums, right? So the television broadcasts are going to have to be very creative, showing us how a hitter hits the ball. Wow. That went out of the park at an angle that was never seen before. Uh, we're going to see big tech companies like Apple and Google really need to like tinker with this. Um, major league baseball said it would ban traditional video stations shared throughout clubhouses. Um, you know, the dugouts, the iPads, we'll see how the guys do. So 
Google Google Cloud. I'll say that ten times fast. Google Cloud. Google Cloud. They're going to start running Major League Baseball stat tracking system. Um, the, just the job right here of tech companies is make sports look as good as possible. Um, whether it be replay systems, whether it be artificial crowd noise, uh, that's going to be brought to you by Sony. <laughs> I know you're saying you're kidding. Um, we don't want it totally quiet, do we? Guy hits a smashing home run, grand slam, walk off. He's the hero of the day in crickets. Ballparks are going to have 12 4K cameras featuring Sony's Hawkeye tracking technology. Sony's made available 75 crowd sounds from Major League Baseball video games that would provide teams with the ability to, like, um, be controlled by an audio assistant during the game. And if, like, it's a pop-up and... It'll be a different sound, and you get the idea. But those are going to be important companies right now because we're looking at companies that may be better than they were off last year. Or are they gaining material advantages that we can link to them in the future? Starbucks unveils new ways for their loyalty program members for, to pay. That's been a nice thing about COVID. <clears throat> I'm seeing more and more people say, hey, can I pay with my phone? Um, we don't know how much it's materially affected a company like Apple, but we know more and more people are using their their phones <clears throat> to pay at the pump, but to pay at the checkout kiosk. So I've always liked Starbucks um, ever since I kind of first went and I got the concept. Everyone who's going to work goes to get a cup of coffee and kind of says, screw you, boss. I'm, I'm not clocking off. I'm going to go for my third cup of coffee today. Um, I've kind of always liked that, but now people aren't going to work, but Starbucks has opened up their business better than ever for carry out. And in the past couple of years, they've tried to make their carry out frictionless since so you can order with your phone in the parking lot, walk in and it'll be ready. They were better prepared for COVID than others. But now Starbucks says that their uh, members will be able to earn points for more methods by using more methods of payment. So, there, it's not going to be that weird Starbucks Starbucks points just, and you can now start linking like PayPal accounts to the app. <clears throat> so they're constantly revamping their loyalty programs. It's interesting because you don't think of a loyalty program as like um, as, as sticky as it is. They are. I've had a credit card that I've been pretty loyal to. To the point that I'll snap if my spouse uses it incorrectly, like on something like gas. No, that's just one times points, not kind of thing. It's turned into a little game of how many points can I get for free and how much you know do I not have to pay off? I can tell you with this one card in the last four or five years, the the points have easily been over twelve thousand dollars. Um, what's also kind of interesting about that. Is because they're points. They're kind of a currency. I know you're saying they're cryptocurrencies, aren't they? No, they're not. <laughs> but they are a currency. Uh, a digital currency, nonetheless. But you need to be careful because <clears throat> a classic example. I have a, a friend's mother. <clears throat> she used to fly to L.A. to visit her parents. Pretty much so, gosh, I want to say maybe 15, 16 times a year. Always used to Southwest, always racked up the points. Um, got to retirement and started giving her daughters the points. 
The only problem is Starbucks said, well, at one point in time, you had 20,000 points. Now we're going to say 20,000 points will buy you $20,000 flights. But then they said 20,000 points will buy you $17,000 of flights. So strange to think you could be losing money, do re me, on your points if you don't use them. Now, again, I'm not doing a show. I'm not the credit card nerd wallet guy. It's too big of a scope. Good website for that is Nerd Wallet. Nerd Wallet, the points guy, the points guy. And um, both of them have apps if you go in that direction. But I think they show you really great rewards cards, which I'm not afraid of. Some people don't want the hassle of using them, though. Coca-Cola earnings falling 33%, but they said the second quarter was probably going to be the trough and that they've already started seeing trends improving month to month, which means more people are going out. They're driving a bit more while they're at the gas station. They're paying at the pump. They put their mask on. They go inside the store. They buy a soda. Um, it's be a long road trip, so they get two. That's the idea of opening back up and how we consume more soda. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. One area that I want you to do as best as you can is understanding brands. I just talked about Coca-Cola, and everyone has an image of the company I'm talking about. You may think of those big trucks at like a 7-Eleven. Every day they seem to be unloading more and more soda, more and more sugar. Must feed diabetes. Um, that's a good brand. What other companies can you do that with? And in history, has that been a great investment? Strangely or not, brands are a great way to invest. Um, is it should it be the only way you invest? No, but it's a good starting point. It's just some of the starting points is like look at a NASCAR race. If a company has enough money to throw down an advertisement on a car that's going 160 miles an hour and we barely see it, that's good money. So there's one company that is um, fascinating to me as far as brands go. And the stock's at an all-time high. And it's one that I can't quite pull the trigger on. I kind of want to. But I can't. And it's actually kind of funny because um, the other day I was on a wanted – what am I trying to say here? Uh, help wanted – not a help wanted. Uh, kind of a white pages of product. Let's call it Craigslist for lack of a better term. Um, and someone had a, a Yeti, uh, not a Yeti cooler, but they were selling a cooler, cooler for like five bucks. And you, you, can, you can and I think you should buy some stuff used. I, I don't think it's a bad thing in the world. But a cooler, eh, the guy said, I'll paint the words Yeti on it. And I'm like, okay, got it. That's funny. Um, so if you're an outdoorsman in any way, shape, or form, if you like to hunt, if you like to fish, if you like to water ski, Yeti is not abominable, nor is it elusive. They're all pervasive. Catering to campers, hunters, and fishermen, you actually get to see a Yeti. They're really high-end coolers designed to retain ice for extended periods of time. Um, they're so – they have like a distribution model that's like intense. You can find them at REI's, Bass Pro Shops, Dick's Sporting Goods, as well as online, Amazon, and others. Um, they're heavily stolen. I know you're saying, are you kidding? Yeah, if you leave a Yeti at a campsite, it will get taken in the middle of the night uh, if you don't bring it back in. And again, I started thinking about their competitors, and I don't know camping well, so I'm, I'm okay. So I'm not going to buy it just for that. 
because I know Igloo products, but is that really a competitor? I know Coleman has got a brand name, but is that really competitive to how Ultra Cool Yeti is? And I think Ultra Cool Yeti is is an issue for people under 35. They like the brand. Tesla's a brand. It wouldn't hurt to understand brands a bit better. You know, I keep talking about that guy, Scott Galloway. He taught, he teaches brands at New York University. Um, now, again, yesterday I talked about a stock that had a, a big brand of being like this big tech giant, a monolith back in the 70s and 80s. IBM. I, one of my first desktop computers was an IBM 8088. Uh, it wasn't mine. It was my father's. But I started upgrading it for him almost instantly because the processor was too slow. The storage was too slow. I was able to add more RAM. Um, so the IBM was once a big brand, and they're not as much anymore, right? What took the tarnish off? Um, computing changed. Instead of having to go to work to use a computer or see one, they started becoming all pervasive in our lives and into the mobile phone industry. Um, and big data working for a company that services computers isn't quite as cutting edge per se. IBM is a lovely company. Is it a lovely investment? I think their best days are behind them. Could it be a nice play on dividends? Maybe you could say that, but I think we'd find better. They're a brand that's been tarnished. It's all like uh, Philip Morris. They used to be a brand that was cool, but once we learned and it was proven and they lost lawsuits tied towards it causing cancer, the brand was a little tarnished. And they said, well, this, this, this sexy, cool smoking in a party ain't going to sell in the United States anymore, so we better take that message to foreign markets. Brands are very interesting to study. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So baseball's supposed to be starting up soon, which is nice. Football's supposed to be starting up. Basketball's supposed to be starting up. I saw basketball. They're starting to give some details of what it's going to look like to go back to work. Daily test for the first two weeks, and they're going to start spreading them out shortly thereafter. I am paraphrasing, but I'm fascinated by this. It's one of those signs, not of the apocalypse. It's not a four horseman. Close. How do sports open back up? So far, German soccer and English premier soccer have done a decent job. Horse racing's done a great job. But the MLS had some hiccups. So as they open back up, maybe we'll start doing some more normalized things. Maybe we won't go to bars. Maybe we won't go to games. Maybe we won't tailgate. But maybe we'll watch a game together. Netflix has introduced technology that's kind of goofy, kind of stupid, kind of cool. Because a lot of people can't get together for Netflix anymore. They've kind of created an app, as has Roku, where you can watch with a friend. Now, I will be slightly excited to see that. Maybe it's a dumb feature and maybe we go, eh, and throw it away quickly. But how about your kids? Let's say, wouldn't that be great right now if your kids could watch Star Wars with 40 other kids or two other kids and talk about their favorite scenes? And every time Darth Vader comes on the screen, the kids go, boo. And every time Princess Leia comes on the screen, everyone's like, oh, she's so pretty. Why she got donuts on her ears? Uh, but it's kind of so. Maybe is that the new social? CFP Chad Burton and myself did a big webinar 
And it was quite successful from a technology standpoint. Some kinks on the back end of sending out, uh, hey, here's a link to the, the webinar if you want to use watch it again kind of thing. But that was because it was a brand new system. It was a Zoom system. We didn't test the back end part, but we test the tech end. Uh, we wanted to make sure the cameras work, the microphones work kind of thing. And when you bring on a new system, there's going to be mistakes. Um, and I think that's kind of, like I said, I'm kind of excited by Netflix and introducing this feature. Um, it's kind of part of the whole telemedicine thing. As we get more and more used to looking at our TV as a camera or looking at sports as watching it with a friend. Um, it's, it's what's coming out of COVID is a different social experience. I'm fine. And I know this is going to sound really odd, but the way restaurants, some restaurants, the way some restaurants have evolved, I love. I happen to live in an area that's very sunny and, and lovely. Chad lives in an area where it rains every day forever. But the area that I live in couldn't do outdoor seating easily. And it's almost preferred how well some companies have done this and made it very European. So as other people walk by, they see that you have a reservation. You're like, oh, it's posh. I'm at a restaurant again, but I'm outside social distancing. It's posh. Um, so some companies are doing better than others, right? Stock markets opened higher. In a, a reversal from big tech's not leading, but the Dow is a little bit tied towards IBM. Mega cop, mega cop. Who wants to watch um, <laughs> Mega Cop with Rob Black? Uh, now, RoboCop. Have you rewatched RoboCop? Was a pretty good movie. Uh, the remake was it didn't have as much soul as the first one. I know you're saying, uh, in this day and age of police brutality, must you bring up RoboCop? That's fair. That's fair. Um, was that a reflection of police brutality? Like, when that movie was made in the 1980s, was that tech is going to take over policing? Or that policing has become dehumanized? Or, woo, science fiction has a way of getting those uh, major philosophical thinkers uh, philosophizing. No? Strength today in energy, financials, industrials, and consumer staples, not in tech. Again, we're not going to bemoan or be upset. It's a little bit of market rotation, which is a normal and healthy thing. The EU leaders have set forth a nice $2 trillion or 2 trillion euro tickle the economy package. Um, they were a little bit behind, so it's nice to see. It's more money. And again, the caller earlier in the show who said gold and silver, that's what you want to see. If you want to own gold, you want to see you know drunken sailors, drunken politicians printing money because that would go up into your your theory. Ten-year treasury sits at 62 basis points. You know what's funny about the ten-year treasury? I haven't said its freaking fracking name in 45 days, and that's a good thing. You know, as it's marched below one, I can't believe it. It's unprecedented. One of the tenures that are tenants that I've, I've based my whole investing career around is you invest in stocks when the 10-year treasury is under 3.5%. Now, that looks almost archaic to where it is right now. You're like, wow, things changed, huh, Rob? What do you do if it's under one? Like double down? Do you sell your children? Do you buy more stocks? What do you do? Do you sell your car? Do you sell your house? Do What do you do? 
I, I think you can make a case for all of those in theory, except for selling children. Rob Black suggested selling children for raising money for investing. Rob Black is now behind bars. There was one Rob Black behind bars. Um, but it wasn't me. It was a, he's a, he's a very bad man. He got put in prison for, um, child pornography and snuff and snuff films. And you don't even want to Google that one. Um, and then there's an, a rapper who's very, very angry at Caucasians named Black Rob. Um, that's not me either. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Um, fear of missing out is fueling the stock market, I believe, a little bit. You know, there's a little sector rotation, fear of missing out. Uh, earnings aren't as bad as we were thinking. There's a couple of nice little things coming together, no? Um, you can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Start your days with me. Spread the word about the podcast. I can always use that and uh, get it on your iPhone. Just hit Rob Black and your money on your podcast. It's right there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more.